Hey, fellow story lovers, this is Jonathan Cormer, tumbling into your pod feed to let you know that season three of the Dork Tales Storytime podcast has begun. And just like our friends at Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory, we'll be unlocking new fairy tales, fables, and untold hero stories that will surprise you. Prepare for unexpected special guests. Find geeky twists and turns around every tale. Come with me and Mr. Reginald T. Hedgehog into our world of pure imagination. Find our scrum diddlyumptious stories wherever you listen to podcasts or visit us at dorktalestorytime.com. Welcome to episode 23 of season 2 of the Adventures of Power Dog in Dogland. Okay, the cool thing is that we're even closer. This is the second, I think, to last? Yeah, also known as penultimate. Penultimate. You may remember when our story left off, the Power Dog was reunited with his beloved pack. But they were in quite a pickle on the dragon world called Draconis. Lupo was there, but seemed to be under some sort of spell or enchantment, and it seemed that all of the other dogs except Power Dog were muzzled by a mean dragon enchantment. There they were, on this strange, bright red dragon world, trapped in cages or kennels in some shallow caves in the side of some bright ruby red mountains guarded by Lupo, who was brandishing a crystal sword and waiting for the ominous return of the very massive dragon called the Namer and his two hench dragons or dragon sidekicks. Bernie had just managed to activate the sound bouncer he'd checked out from the listener's library while they were visiting Briscoe the space horse. And the bouncer took on a life of its own wobbling and dancing along the ceiling of the cave as it recited a poem from another time and place across the universe. Power Dog was grinning as he watched the sound bouncer completely out of Lupo's reach as it blasted loudly. Hope is a thing with feathers that perches in the soul and sings the tune without the words and never stops at all. The sweetest in the gale is heard, and sore must be the storm that could abash the little bird that kept so many warm. I've heard it in the chillest land and on the strangest sea, yet never in extremity it asked a crumb of me. The bouncer spun and wobbled and dropped to the ground 
and just as Lupo was fixed to pounce on it, the bright red dragon flew into the cave and quickly snatched it up. Hope is a thing with feathers? That's just dumb. They turned in a circle slowly, looking at all of the dogs and said, Dogs are dumb. Hope is dumb. Power Dog was having trouble looking at anything but the tiny silver whistle that had slid off of the meanie's finger and rolled along the ruby red floor of the cave. He didn't say a peep, and he tried not to call attention to it. The red dragon seemed too distracted to notice. This felt like a bit of luck. Lupo nodded in deference to the red dragon and said, yes, hope is the most pointless feeling in the whole universe. Power Dog couldn't believe that Lupo wasn't mad at the dragon for saying dogs are dumb. After all, Lupo was a dog too. And then Lupo absent-mindedly walked right over the whistle and kicked it swiftly in Power Dog's direction. Did that really just happen? Was it on purpose? Power Dog wondered as the tiny whistle inched closer to his cage. The red dragon rolled Bernie's sound bouncer ball to Lupo, who trotted it over to the little stash of their things in the pit. The purple dragon swooped in next, and Power Dog noticed in the corner of his vision that Lupo caressed the magical cat amulet he'd given to them. How strange. Where did you get the gems, dog? Asked the purple dragon of Power Dog. Power Dog smiled sheepishly and nodded to Bernie Sandals. They belong to him. Maybe if you released his voice, then he could tell you. Bernie agreed by nodding yes emphatically. Ha! The dragon snorted. Ha! And when both dragons looked at President Sandals, Power Dog used the power of his in-breath to suck the air in and pull the whistle closer, and closer it did come. The Namer, our wonderful leader, wants and deserves more gems. Oh, if he wants more gems, we can help with that, said Power Dog, who was quickly trying to piece together a plan to make some sort of offer while he tried to figure out how in the stars he was going to get this whistle up to his lips to blow on it. The two dragons looked excited and headed for the little pit of treasures to give them a second go through. Are there more gems in here? Asked Red as Purple started to squeeze and pinch every item they had taken from the dogs. When they grabbed Power Dog's sound bouncer and squeezed it, it said, squeak, and they both hissed at it and tossed it aside. Stupid dog toys, exclaimed Red. What they didn't see while they were plundering the dog's things was Power Dog get the whistle right up to the edge of his kennel. The other dogs saw it though, and when the two hench dragons turned their heads, they let out a chorus of yelps and whines and wails and muzzled howls. <laughs> to distract the dragons and Lupo for that matter too. And in the din, the dragons never saw Power Dog use the power of his outbreath, pushed through his tightly pursed lips and pointed at the whistle's end. Then everyone stopped short 
The dragons wheeled around angrily, fixing their eyes on Power Dog and the whistle, which Lupo dove for quickly and retrieved. It must have slipped from your hand, Lupo said as they returned it to Red. Red glared angrily, and Power Dog thought he saw a glimmer of embarrassment or even shame. Stupid dog, said Red, as they wrapped it around their tiniest finger even tighter and shook it at Power Dog's face. The namer is coming for you next, dum-dum. Power Dog bowed. I apologize, great dragons. We silly dogs just love our toys. Purple was now looking quite annoyed and said, It doesn't matter what games you think you're playing at, dog. Only the namer, the greatest dragon to ever exist, decides what games are played. Power Dog nodded and repeated, If he wants more gems, we can help with that. Actually, bellowed the great voice as the great dragon hovered up along the mountain to look into the caves. All I want is your tree. Not even the great, great tree, just the sacred banyan tree and its portal and all of the foxes of Meowie, as they are not even really dogs. And of course your sky puppies, who are destined to serve me for eternity. That's all. Oh, and these gems, more gems, that's all for now. And I shall have all that I want and all that I deserve. Then all of a sudden there was a huge electrostatic shock and boom noise. All eyes shifted quickly to the sky as they saw a jagged lightning bolt split open the moody purple sky of Draconis and something strange, a very strange bird perhaps, slid through the crack in the sky and was headed right for them. The namer and his two hench dragons braced themselves on the ledge and stood as tall as they could, also blocking the view for the dogs who were moving and squirming to try to see under, around, or past the three of them. Even Lupo was quietly angling around to get a look. What is that? asked Power Dog excitedly and nervously. No one can come past our moons without my permission, unless they are my allies, answered the namer. It's more dragons come to bow at my talons and bring me the gifts I so deserve. Oh, you'll be getting what you deserve, all right, announced a delightfully familiar and beloved voice. The namer flew straight up in the air and away from the caves, followed by his hench dragons, right as Power Dog hollered, TikTok Bunny! And there he was, TikTok Bunny, riding on a gigantic feathered dragon. And they were surrounded by a small pack of other dragons of varying colors and features. They pulled right into the cave. TikTok hopped off of the feathered dragon, looked at his beloved dogs, and shook his head. Wow, it looks like we got here just in time. The feathered dragon stretched out their long feathered wings and stood guard at the entrance to the cave. Power Dog beamed, nodded to Bernie, and said, Hope is a dragon with feathers. And Bernie grinned from floppy ear to floppy ear. The smaller dragons rolled into balls and bowled themselves into the cave, unfurled and stood strong and tall, each one of them at least twice the size of the dogs. 
just beyond the feathered dragon, they could see the namer and his hench dragon circling and drawing closer. Say hello to my dragon friends from the planets Serpentina and Elementar, said TikTok proudly. Power Dog nodded and said hello, and TikTok Bunny looked puzzled and concerned as the other dogs whined and pawed at their locked cages, but said no words. TikTok set about unlocking all of the cages as quickly as possible, while two of the smaller dragons menaced Lupo into a corner. Lupo did what they wanted, dropped the crystal sword on the floor, and looked completely unfazed. Power Dog also thought this was strange. Nothing about how Lupo looked or acted made any sense at all. Then the dark red dragon from the friendly group said, Hello, we are the Draco Valens. We fight for freedom and safety for all dragons in the universe. And we are so glad to join you now on this most troubled world. My name is Vulcanian. Next, a bright blue dragon who looked like they were made of precious jewels and water said, Hello, I am a water dragon and my name is Marine. Marine nodded to an electric yellow dragon with a black stripe down the middle of their body and amazing iridescent butterfly wings. And the yellow dragon nodded and said, I am Thunderlight and this is Ori. Or E, a dragon the color of bright copper with shiny metallic wings and what seemed to be fins along their long tail, waved their gentle hand hello, nodded, and said, And this is Elementar, named for our world and bearing qualities of all elements known to the universe. Elementar smiled, puffed up their chest as they checked on how close the namer was, and said, And we mustn't forget our wonderful feathered friend, Plumeria who hails all the way from planet Serpentina. Plumeria stretched her amazing three sets of wings, nodded over her shoulder, but then turned to face the namer, who was close to the caves now. Get off my land! Get off my world! The namer boomed in a rage. Tick-tock Bunny readied himself for actual combat, and all of the dogs, now out of their cages, stood right behind him ready to pounce. The Draco Valens lined up along the ledge and glared at the namer. Power Dog stood right next to TikTok and flexed his muscles ready to fight. And if he had to, he was even ready to bite. Bernie Sandals was on TikTok's other side, holding Lupo's crystal sword, and he looked as fierce as a bear. The namer's hench dragons had taken to swooping in and out between the namer and the group, buzzing their heads and reaching out to scratch or smack them, but everyone was too fast for them and ducked them easily. Thunderlight even pivoted and managed to smack the red hench dragon right on Red's bottom with his long yellow fin tail. Woohoo! <laughs> That's what you get! Everyone cheered at this and Plumeria rose up, took flight, and began to chase the namer through the sky. At one point, they both hovered and faced off, but the namer turned tail and took off. The dogs, four out of five of whom were still muzzled under this wicked dragon enchantment, were thrilled. The Draco Valens were thrilled too. Until, well, everyone was feeling great until they saw Plumeria tearing tail, 
faster than they could have ever imagined a dragon of that size moving right back to the caves. The namer was behind her and unfortunately, so were several hundred other scary looking dragons. You think I don't have a pack of my own? Boomed the namer triumphantly. He grinned his wicked grin, delighted with himself, pointed to the dogs, Bunny, and their new dragon friends, and declared, Plenty of kennels for all of you. In you go. The horde of the namer's followers menaced all of them back into the cages, and they even made a cage out of an entire cave down the row of caves just for Plumeria. Power Dog looked at Lupo pleadingly as Lupo locked the kennel they were forcing Power Dog back into. Lupo whispered, I told you so, join him. And Power Dog shed a lone tear, which he also wiped away very quickly. You shouldn't have come out of hiding, younglings. Now I have some new pets. And I've always wanted Draco Valens from other inferior dragon worlds to keep his pets. It will teach a lesson for any who may think to join here on Draconis. Every one of our heroes were locked in a cage at this point, and the hundreds of the namer's followers were flapping about and resting on the ruby-red walls of the mountain outside the caves. The two hench dragons, red and purple, were back to hovering over the pit of treasures, rifling through them yet again. The namer then turned to his followers and hollered, Behold! the teeny tiny baby dragons and the bird brain dragon that make up the oh so brave Draco Volans of other worlds. Ha, and they're here for dogs, little pathetic dogs. Ah, <clears throat> said TikTok Bunny bravely from within his just a little too small cage. The namer laughed. <laughs> and this strange thing, what even are you supposed to be? Oh, don't you know? Asked TikTok confidently. If you don't know, then I won't tell you. I wouldn't want to scare you anyway. Scare me? Ah, big words for a weirdo in a cage. In fact, I'm done playing with you and you shall be named. Your new name is Eardo the Weirdo. <laughs> he laughed, pointing at TikTok Bunny's long ears. TikTok just smiled and crossed his arms in front of his chest. He wasn't going to give this dragon the satisfaction of watching him try to speak, if he was bound by a spell. Smart, thought Power Dog. Now the namer doesn't actually know if it worked, and his Followers don't know if it worked. What's the matter, Eardo the Weirdo? Cat got your tongue, taunted the namer, as his followers all laughed and chuckled. <laughs> <laughs> TikTok just sat back, arms still folded, smiled even broader, and acted like he was just happy to be chillin'. The namer then shifted his gaze to the hench dragons and demanded, Are there more gems? I told you I desire more gems. I deserve more gems. Yes, yes you do, answered Red. But these dummy dum-dums didn't bring nearly enough to share. There's nothing but stupid dog toys in here. Purple reached into the pit, pulled out the bouncers and Tuffy's play disc, and tossed them aside 
unceremoniously onto the floor of the cave. Red pulled out the library cards and laughed at them. Power Dog kept his head down and hoped that the namer had forgotten about him, but no such luck, as it appeared the namer was focusing his attention right on Power Dog. The great big dragon laughed a great big laugh. <laughs> he then looked directly at Lupo, who seemed frozen by the dragon's gaze and bowed to him. Is there anything special I should know about this one? Any reason not to silence him and name him right away? Why don't you let me out of this cage and pick on someone of your own kind? shouted Vulcanian angrily. The namer turned to him and the rest of the Draco Valens laughed <laughs> and pointed his longest finger at Vulcanian and said, Volcano face. Then pointed his finger at Marine and said, Sad tears. Pointed at Thunderlight and Or E and said, Play clay and dirt. And as he pointed his finger and spoke, each were silenced by his powerful magic. He looked at Elementar and just said, Nope. And Elementar was also muzzled. Vulcanian was visibly seething and the others looked hopeless. Powerdog could tell they had thought they would prevail right after showing up and he was starting to run out of hope too. It didn't seem likely that anyone else was just going to show up and scare off this giant mean bully dragon and a couple of hundred other mean bullies. Lupo smiled a smirky smile and said loudly, nothing too special about this one over here. For some reason, his name is Power Dog, but he's pretty average. I don't think he even has any powers. Power Dog felt a great wave of sadness and utter betrayal wash over his whole body, and it made every muscle he could feel tense up. The namer raised a spindly finger dragon hand up and started to speak. You? But he was cut off interrupted by Lupo, who blurted out, well, actually, he can dance, kinda. He's one of the normies I danced with. Perhaps we both can entertain you before you name him and silence him? And then, much to Power Dog's utter shock, Lupo very subtly winked at Power Dog with one eye, and that one eye had returned to its normal amber gold color. Dance? Oh, you buried the lead, little fox. I love a dance. Tell me, dog, what do they call you? Really, power dog? Ha, tell me, can you dance for me? Power dog's mind was buzzing. He kept his gaze on the floor. He knew he wasn't a very good dancer, and he wasn't sure what Lupo was playing at. Um, yes... I can dance for you. Let me join my fox brother and serve you. At this, Bernie was nodding emphatically no, and Fetcher, Tuffy, and Taffy were whining and also shaking their heads no. The namer laughed, <laughs> motioned for Lupo to open the cage and said, why not little dog dance for me? And as Lupo opened the cage, Power Dog summoned all of his concentration and moonwalked backwards out of the golden kennel and onto the ruby red floor. 
The namer raised an eyebrow and Lupo joined Power Dog, striking one of the ancient poses that had helped them in time yin. Power Dog saw Lupo standing there posed on one tippy toe with four paws outstretched and gathered all of his strength to leap, flip, and twirl over Lupo's head towards the back of the cave. The namer and his followers loved it. They clapped and called for more. The two worked through the entire set of moves, and they even threw in some extra snazzy flourishes. Power Dog wanted to point out to Lupo what a great dancer they really were without any enchanted garments, but he was also very afraid to speak. They were doing a really cool sliding move when the namer yawned, <sighs> pointed to both Power Dog and Lupo and said, I'm bored now, put them both in kennels. What? Both Power Dog and Lupo were shocked by this cruel turn. The namer just laughed. <laughs> I have no use for any dogs, fox dogs, or so-called power dogs, or even dancing dogs. He pointed at an enraged Lupo who was being pushed into a cage by the red hench dragon and said, Dupo, you have been duped, and oh, <laughs> yeah, you have been named. And all of the followers chuckled and clapped. <laughs> <laughs> Lupo just glared and sat down in the cage as the namer turned back to Power Dog and smiled. Power Dog, who had a secret now, smiled right back. You shall be named Powerless Dog, said the namer. As the namer turned to elicit more cheers from his followers, Power Dog reached his snout under his chest and bit down hard on the sound bouncer he had cleverly snuck off of the cave floor during the dancing. And it said, squeak! The namer turned his head quickly at that and Power Dog hid the ball under his body again. The namer held up his longest spindly finger and bellowed, quiet, to the crowd. What was that? But nobody who did hear it would answer. Power Dog smiled as the namer turned to glare at his followers. And he bit down on the sound bouncer again, this time even harder. The namer whirled around as the sound bouncer squeaked and said, Fred! The namer's eyes grew wide with an emotion Power Dog recognized all too well. And with that, Power Dog used his powerful hind leg kicking powers to kick open the door of his cage. Then he used his hovering powers to hover up into the air right above the namer's head. And then Power Dog said, you are afraid because you are not the brave. I am the brave and I am not afraid. You cannot name me because you don't know my true name. And you cannot name me because you do not know the true meaning of power. The namer gasped and sputtered angrily. <gasps> he reached for Power Dog, who did a clever flip in the air and hovered just out of the namer's grasp. 
The namer's followers all watched in shock. Power Dog thought they almost looked frozen. He steadied his vision on the namer, and then to everyone's surprise, he took a pause. Power Dog took in a deep breath. The namer, confused, cocked his head to the side, as dogs and many other animals do, when they are wondering what is going on. Power Dog folded his paws in front of his heart, closed his eyes, and smiled as he floated away from the namer's latest attempt to grab him, then opened his eyes, pointed his left paw out, and said, You don't understand hope, and you don't know power. Hope is not a feeling. Hope is a way of life. It's the way of the dogs. You don't know true power. Power isn't a pizza to be cut into pieces and then never shared. Power isn't something to be taken and then held over or away from others. True power is to be built within and grown and shared. My true power was built inside of me and strengthened for me by my family and my community. You can have no power over me because I only accept power from within, power with others, and power to others. The namer opened his mouth wide, but Power Dog held up a paw bean and silenced him with a shush. It was then the Power Dog realized that he was not only floating, but he was glowing like the orbs of Time Yin. Light was shining right out of his eyes even. And as the namer reached for Power Dog anyway, Power Dog fixed his glowing eyes on the dragon and said, And now you know, Fred. And with that, all of the caged dogs and dragons, as well as one very satisfied bunny, found that the binding enchantments were broken, and they began shouting and chanting, Power Dog! Power Dog! Power Dog! Power Dog! Power Dog! As the namer did the most shocking thing yet, Power Dog's eyes grew wide with surprise and wonder as he watched the namer shrink. That's right, the namer began to shrink down, and the namer's followers all gasped. <gasps> they turned tails to flee, but behind them, the sky had opened again and was filling up quickly with tiny and fierce flapping wings. They were surrounded by thousands and thousands of bats. The followers shrunk back and crouched along the garnet rocks in fear. A small brigade of the bats swooped into the caves deftly and began unlocking the cages. The obliterati, hollered Fetcher gleefully, and Power Dog floated down to hug his brother. When he turned back around, he saw two sky puppies holding on tightly to the namer, and to everyone's surprise, the namer was now absolutely and 100% also a sky puppy. One of the bats came to rest in the middle of the scene and said, Fred, we have been looking for you. He then placed a small harness and muzzle over Fred, who would no longer be called the namer by anyone ever again. All right, that's it for now. 
But do not worry. We have one more episode of season two coming out soon. Right, Hank? Oh, yeah. We're definitely doing more of the episodes. Mm-hmm. I just want to share with our listeners about the Draco Volans, tiny, real, actual dragons that live here on Earth because they are some of the coolest animals that we've learned about recently. They hail from Southeast Asia, and they are also known as... Common Flying Dragon. Yeah, Common Flying Dragon. They're about the size of a grown-up human's hand from nose to tail, and they have these delicate little wing-like body parts that they use to glide through the air. They live in they live in trees can can glide fly about half the length of a football pitch and and our listeners can learn more about them from the link in our show notes. That's right. Hey, do you have a joke for me? Uh yeah. How did the how did the little dog feel when it saw a dragon-sized bat? A dragon-sized bat? How? Terrierified. <laughs> Got another one for me? Which circus performers can see in the dark? Which? The acrobats. <laughs> Acro. Bats. I get it. I got one more. Why don't bats live alone? Why? They like to hang out with their friends. <laughs> Thank you, listeners. If you liked what you heard, you can see more content at our website, PowerDogAdventures, all one word, dot com. There, you can sign up for our infrequently emailed newsletter and also submit any good dog jokes. And we'll be forever grateful if you feel like telling your friends about the show, too. If you are looking for more great shows, then please check out the other members of Kids Listen, a grassroots organization dedicated to high-quality audio for kids and families. There are well over 100 great shows to find there. Ask your grown-up to check out kidslisten.org to find out more. Special thanks to our creative partner, the inimitable Jason Rourke, who makes these stories sound extra good with his wise counsel, recording, sound design, and even original music. This podcast has been made possible in part by funding provided by the Regional Arts and Culture Council in Portland, Oregon. Thank you, Rack. It has been made even more possible by listeners like you. Thank you so much for your support and extra big thanks to our Patreon patrons who get early access to all of our episodes ad-free, as well as goodies and merch and birthday shout-outs at any level of support. We are not joking even a little when we say we could not do this without you. The Adventures of Power Dog and Dogland is created in the ancestral lands of the Cowlitz, Multnomah, Kathlamet, Clackamas, Tumwater, Tualatin, Kalapuya, Wasco, Molala, Watlala, Bands of the Chinook, and other indigenous nations and tribes of the first people who made their homes along the rivers here in what is now called Portland, Oregon. And special thanks to our own Granny and Gramps who helped us write and record our Power Dog theme song that you'll hear at the end of the episode. Hey, Granny and Gramps, what key did y'all say that's in? 
It's, it's in, in D, D for Dogland. Ryan Willard and Pamela Kirkland every Wednesday. The 10 News team covers everything from Ukraine and the Supreme Court to Minecraft and Pokemon, all in a bite-sized podcast for kids and their adults. Awesome guests like Lego Masters Judge Amy, Amy Corbett, Corbett, Dr. Anthony Fauci, and the voice of Pokemon's Ash Ketchum are guaranteed to swing by. 
Make the 10 News part of your family routine to connect, explore, and learn something new. Listen to the 10 News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Woohoo! That was great because I did it fast at the end because it sounded like an ad.